When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Tent, a podcast dedicated to lovers of all sorts of aquariums. I'm Scott Fellman, your host on this, uh, hopefully what will be an interesting journey for you. Uh, today I wanted to talk sort of a personal uh, experience on a personal note, and uh, it started with a conversation I had with a friend. Um, I was talking recently with a friend who's a, uh, a fellow aquatics industry vendor who was sort of lamenting to me how he was burned out and how disconnected he felt from the hobby. He was really numb to the whole wonder of being a fish geek. And he'd been sort of going through the motions, and that was about it. And it was affecting both him and his business. It was very obvious. And we had a little discussion about his you know, burnout, and it made me pause and reflect on my own experience with this sort of same phenomenon from not all that many years ago. A little background. Uh, now, most of you may know by now that my professional and sort of popular hobby background was in the reef aquarium world, saltwater. Um, I was... Uh, you know, a speaker and uh, did all kinds of stuff. Um, I know it sounds a little arrogant to say that I was well known, but I, but I was. I was lecturing, writing, and I owned a company. Um, you know, I'm not as well known in the freshwater world, if you will. Um, however, in the marine world, my name was pretty well known, and I was pretty hard to miss over the last like decade or so. I was everywhere. I spoke at a lot of conferences. I authored lots of articles. I traveled all over the, the world, basically. Uh, speaking to clubs and conferences, I was co-owner of a company called Unique Corals, which had become one of the really the reef aquarium world's most respected um, livestock vendors and coral propagators. It was pretty cool. I was, a, I was a lifetime fish geek. And however, until just you know a few years ago, I kind of dropped out of the active hobby, if you will. I was a, sort of peripherally involved in the aquarium hobby on a personal level. It had been a few years. I mean. Sure, I kept a few tanks and stuff, but mostly uh, in a professional capacity. And our facility at Uni Corals was like 18,000 gallons of salt water. So, yeah, that was my aquarium or aquariums, so to speak. And over that time span, I tested every product we offer on my own freshwater tanks. I was doing sort of that in the background. But I still felt sort of disconnected from the actual hobby until, you know, just a, a few years ago, everything was business. Unfortunately, a couple of my really good friends noticed that, and they literally coerced me into getting back into the game on a personal level. And I'll tell you, I've never been happier aquatically. All it took was just setting up some tanks for me, not for the purpose of you know studying things for a business or propagating corals or you know whatever. Um, who'd have thought that like it would have taken like an intervention like that of my friends to make me enjoy the hobby again? But it did, and I won't question it either. And it's applicable, of course, to any aquatic field of endeavor within the hobby. And this is just sort of a personal journey, an almost confessional, if you will. And it was very therapeutic for me to actually write it and for me to discuss it. But I'm digressing again. A few years back, uh, I made what was for me a wonderful and long overdue transition back from sort of a clinical aquarist to a practicing aquarist once again. And it felt incredible. Let me explain. So I found myself slipping into the role of what I just called a clinical aquarist. What do I mean by that? 
Well, there's a lot of people in my position, like, you know, way more than you'd probably imagine, that own and build hobby-related businesses. Perhaps they write, they speak, and sort of live this superficial fish geek life who don't even have a tank that they maintain every day strictly for their own pleasure. Uh, who perhaps, you know, ply their trade in the aquarium world for, for years without maintaining an active personal aquarium. Yeah, they're in touch with the hobby and the animals and the gear, but they're not in that final few inches or centimeters of what's really happening. Clinical. I'm not saying that this is necessarily bad. I'm just saying that having a personal tank is, uh, is important. It's not a mandatory prerequisite for success or anything. I'm just identifying what was a problem for me and for a number of other people that I know. Where it can get bad is when you find yourself just regurgitating stuff from a long time ago. Stuff that's perhaps woefully outdated when you're giving advice to others. Or perhaps you are staying current on the latest and greatest and just preaching it without actually practicing it. That is a real sin in the aquarium world in my opinion. There's a lot of that stuff percolating around the hobby, more than you'd think. And it's pretty obvious, especially when you find yourself in the know, you know, and speaking at these events and meeting people and talking to hobbyists every day. You, you just know. And then there's an even smaller fraction of people, thankfully, who spend much more time just simply criticizing others in the hobby and the industry, slinging negative publicity for products, practices, people they don't approve of, and generally rallying their buddies to give them a social media pat on the back, you know, while they busily spew forth their vitriol with unabashed nastiness. And all this happens while they're not even a practicing Aquarius. Just angry people. Yikes. Yeah, there's a bunch of people who are just like that. And it's sad. It's sad because they don't experience the real pleasure of actually keeping an aquarium. It's sad because they're so myopic in their focus that they can't get past themselves, their self-appointed grandeur and the adulation of their small rooting section who heap on that attaboys whenever they pop up on social media discussions, etc., etc. They don't get it. Not at all. It's also sad because some of these people are immensely intelligent. They're focused and, dare we say, experts about certain things. Yet they can't get beyond their own negativity and their disdain for others who they feel have violated the sanctity of their fields for, you know, of expertise. Rather than sharing something useful, they choose simply to criticize. Rather than disseminating their immense knowledge in a useful and purposeful way for Aquarius, they find it easier to thrive in this like sea of negativity and attempt to diminish others and, you know, just like the pats on the back from their small yet vocal group of supporters, none of who have the courage to stand up on their own and let their individual voices be heard, lest they suffer the wrath of, you know, their demigod. Sad, totally sad. It's not a place you want to go. That's a different variation on this theme of clinical, but it's shockingly not that uncommon in the aquarium world. I encountered people like that from time to time when I was building unique corals and later on when I was helping building tannin aquatics. You know, a lot of people said, this is nothing new. You're just talking about twigs and nuts. You're preaching irresponsibility. Your blackwater creams have been around for decades. My cousin did this. I know a guy that blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. There was a lot of that, that weirdness going on. You'll find that whenever you do something a little different in the hobby, people tend to, to jump on you as we've discussed many times. Now, I realized not too many years ago that I was drifting into the larger yet equally distasteful, at least to me, the category of clinical Aquarius who, although I ran this, you know, coral facility and I was sort of more or less hands-on sort of with the animals and the equipment and the practices on a daily basis, I found myself without a home aquarium of any, of any real significance and it felt oddly detached from the real world of the hobby. Now, sure, I talked to people every day, I went to conferences, I immersed myself in all this stuff. Yet, rather than relating to them in a manner based on, oh yeah, I'm going through that same algae bloom or whatever, I was falling back on my experiences of the past, you know, it was like, 
Oh yeah, I had an algae bloom back in you know, 2010 or maybe it was 2009 or maybe 2007. Uh, anyways, it sucked. You know, it felt kind of yucky. And I realized that the scary fact was that I was becoming one of those people and I didn't like it, not at all. Now, I had spoken and presented at all the major aquarium conferences, like nine marine aquarium conferences in North America, Reef of Palooza, Restock, all the big name, you know, Reef Aquarium Hobby conferences, and dozens and dozens of clubs and smaller conferences literally all around the world. I guess blogged on all the big stages, you know, Reef Builders, Reef to Reef, Tropical Fish Hobbyist, um, Aquarium Fish Monthly, been published in magazines, all that stuff. I still do, I still do write. My daily rants that I wrote on reef keeping were, you know, sort of picked up and more or less syndicated by, you know, clubs and forums and stuff sort of all over the world. So I was told many times over the years that I'm people's morning coffee or their cold pizza for a lot of fish geeks to start their days. And, and it's a real honor to do that. And it's great to do that now. It's very satisfying. And it was satisfying. And it was pretty cool. And it still is to have the honor of your attention. I mean, that's an amazing connection to experience. Yet something, and I was never able to quite to get a finger on what it was at the time, was missing. And that was sad. And it was just unsatisfying. I mean, all this cool stuff, the friendships, the travel... Uh, the neat things I got to do, and the very reason for it all was not in my life. I simply wasn't an active hobbyist at a practicing personal level. You know, at Uni Corals, we built this amazing company which dealt intimately with the art and science of reef keeping, yet I, somewhere along the way, I actually forgot how cool it was to be a real reef keeping hobbyist. I don't know if it was the personal trauma I experienced, maybe when my dad passed away of cancer, or the life changes I went through, or just spending, you know, 24-7, 365, hyper-focused at building up that coral company. And then when I started with Tannin Aquatics, just doing the same thing. Don't know, but it doesn't really matter now. What matters is that I knew I wanted to be myself again, a hobbyist of the, the geekiest, most involved type. And that's why I decided, as one of my friends so eloquently put it, to come home and become a practicing aquarist again. And you know what? I've never enjoyed it more. It never meant more to me to come home to the sounds of an aquarium, you know, to, to work out how my tanks will be doing when I go out of town or to deal with the weekly water changes, all the frozen food in the fridge spilling on the new hardwood floors. Since I have this, since I got woke, as one of my friends says, I've started uh, several new aquarium systems and I've enjoyed the process in a way I never did before. It's brought back that familiar yet seemingly atrophied feelings of, you know, excitement, anticipation, engagement, responsibility and that real camaraderie that you encounter when playing with fish tanks and sharing the experiences with your friends as someone who likes to write every day provides new topics and new ideas for me to you know to talk about things to share to question to laugh at myself to discuss and in very short time of doing this I felt like part of the community again that's really good and I feel it a bit more, I don't know, maybe more mature in the hobby, perhaps, like someone who's lived a bit and, you know, you can take those experiences and apply them to my everyday practice. It's really empowering. It's not like I was away, but it sort of felt like I was on the outside watching others, you know, enjoy this amazing thing that only I could sort of stare longingly at through a dirty window like a kid, you know, outside on the street. And it's definitely made me a better industry person, too, rather than even, you know, just being so detached, relating even better to my customers, my fellow fish geeks, and the people who I address at conferences and club meetings, you know, you people, the people that matter the most. And I remember many days at Unique Corals, and, you know, hobbyists would come and call to, to come by for a visit to pick up their corals, and they were excited about receiving that new coral frag or some exotic new fish, and we'd talk about it, and they'd ask questions, and I'd answer them and discuss their issues. And I always felt this twinge of, I don't know, jealousy maybe, 
that they were enjoying this amazing little thing and I just sort of took it for granted and it just kind of built from there, you know, that need to get back over the fence into the hobby. I actually felt like apologizing for not feeling it for so long. And I worked with some incredible people every day and these people practiced, you know, reef aquarium keeping at the highest level. It just That just kept the fire burning. One of my friends must have known it and he sensed it and he would always pull me away from my desk and my computer to check out this or that coral, this light, this crazy project he was working on to cut coral frags, you know, get my hands wet, just get me away from the damn computer. And he would urge me to come to the wholesalers and go, you know, picking, you know, we used to call it fishing or fish picking down in, you know, down in uh, LA by the airport to go pick out some corals and fishes and stuff. Little, little interventions that would pull me away from spreadsheets and order forms and blogs and all that kind of stuff. And it worked. It was like waking up out of a coma. I learned that you can come home again. I learned that sometimes you have this wonderful thing right in front of your eyes and you just need to appreciate and enjoy it for what it is. This hobby, this culture, this this world that we have, it's really amazing. It's precious and it's beautiful. And I would walk my coral grow out raceways, gawking at the corals, thinking exactly what the other hobbyists who visited our facility would think. Man, I'd love to see that aquapora in my tank. Very healthy. That was a few years back, and I haven't ever went back to that lonely sort of place again, and I never will. You know, now that I've, I've sold my interest in the coral company, and I've dedicated my time 100% to unique corals, or, excuse me, to tannin aquatics for the last, oh, five years, coming up on five years now, um, it's it's the same. And now when I'm putting together one of your orders or perhaps, you know, putting together an Enigma pack or helping the new customer decide what botanicals to choose for his, you know, wild garmi tank or whatever, I still feel that sense of excitement, that sense of envy and that camaraderie. And then I gaze across the office to one of my tanks or I walk into my living room at home and look at my Blackwater Aquarium and I say, yeah, it's like, I'm right there with you. And I think it's enabled us at Tannin to build a culture and an amazing business here because I can relate to you. It's a business built on the emotions and the passions that you can only relate to if you're a genuine 110% engaged, fully committed, you know, wet towel toting, practicing aquarium hobbyist. So why am I sharing all this stuff with you? Well, perhaps it's a bit therapeutic for me to look back once in a while. Perhaps it's a good lesson for those of you who might have pulled away from the hobby a bit and maybe you feel like you're missing something. Perhaps it's simply just a public affirmation for me to, um, you know, confirm that it's, it's not impossible to come back. And, a, you know, a proclamation for me never wanting to stray from this fun path again. I offer this to you as less of an explanation of my hobby journey and as more of a life raft to those of you that for whatever reason you feel like you're straight away from the hobby and that you, that you love so much. Maybe you're out there drifting in the current. Oh, and my friend who called me, he just set up a nice 125-gallon Amazonian biotope tank with all kinds of muck and pods and all kinds of things. It's killer. He's back. If you're out there drifting in that current, just know that it's never too late to climb back aboard and it's never more satisfying than right now. So my, my wish to all of you is to stay involved, stay committed, stay in contact, and always stay excited. And most important, most important, always stay wet. Till next time, this is Scott Fellman from Tannin Aquatics. Hope that uh, your tanks are tinted and your hands are wet and uh, your dreams are healthy. Have a great one. We'll talk to you real soon.